Hey, Proof listeners, it's Bridget here. Now, today's episode of Proof is a bonus episode, and it's one of many that we're doing this summer where we are determined to answer those wacky food questions from you. Today's question is one that I get asked all the time. And you know, you've probably been asked as well. It's if you could take one food to a deserted island, what would that be? Now, you know, one of my answers uh, when people ask me this question, sometimes they'll say, you know, giant box of never-ending donuts. Um, That's probably not the right answer. Today, I have nutritionist Alicia Romano, and she's going to tell us what food we really should wish for on a deserted island. Hi, Alicia. Hey, how are you? I'm <laughs> great. So I know this is kind of a wacky question, but, you know, I do get it all the time. So I want to know if you were stranded, because your opinion matters more than mine, I think, here. If you were stranded on a desert island and you could magically wish for one food to suddenly appear and you'd have to eat that forever. Is there a food that you'd wish for? So I love this question so (laughs) much. I think a lot of things can go into the answer here. Number one, I want to make sure it's a food that I actually would enjoy eating, you know, forever. Right. But the other angle that I take from my point of view as a dietitian is to make sure that I'm also choosing a food that's going to give me the most bang for my buck in terms of calories, in terms of protein, in terms of vitamins, so that I can offset any potential long-term negative effects, I guess. Gotcha. I have two thoughts. One would maybe be some style of a pizza. Number one, everyone loves pizza. It's delicious. But if I could get a weekly arrival of something like a Mediterranean-style pizza, say, and we have, like, a great pesto, we have tomatoes on there, some cheese, some chicken, some greens, maybe some olives... I'm actually going to be getting a really robust nutritional delivery in that pizza between, you know, the crust having some fortified vitamins, the cheese having some calcium and protein, the chicken also having some protein and vitamin B. I'll be getting some vitamin C from my tomato because we don't want to mess with scurvy and, you know, a whole host of other nutrients. And the kind of cool thing with that, too, is there's a lot of different ingredients on top. So if you Mm. get sick of eating it like a pizza depending on your environment that you're in, maybe you could kind of use the other resources around you to recreate those different toppings or that crust, recreate a different meal, I guess you could say. Well, what if you basically could design something to be shipped with you to the island and it was, you know, just there and it was a a lifetime supply of X and it didn't appear every week. It just came with you. Yeah, you actually had to bring something with you. So, again, that will really depend on the environment that I'm in, okay? Mm -hmm. So if I'm somewhere where, you know, it's cold, you know, say my deserted island was in a cold climate where I could keep food cold, then I would obviously have a lot more options because I wouldn't have to worry about preserving the food. Right. But when I hear deserted island, I'm thinking we're probably somewhere, like, hot, tropical. Yeah, we're Gilligan's Island, right? Without the professor. Yeah, Gilligan's Island, exactly. So I probably would go for something that I could rehydrate. So maybe some kind of uh, instant noodle of sorts, Hmm. you know, so something where I could boil some water because, you know, I'm really good at making fires on this island Um, and I could utilize other parts of the land to fortify those, those noodles. Maybe something that's like a wheat or a a vegetable based noodle that has some other types of ingredients, like a dried shrimp in there, some kind of dried veggies in there, kind of my perfect rehydrated food. We 
other thing I was thinking that could work really cool in that situation is maybe something that's a little bit more snacky, like a really big batch of like a big trail mix of sorts where you have nuts and seeds and some kind of dried fruit, some kind of dried veggies, some kind of cereal. Again, getting in the same standpoint where I'm getting some essential vitamins and minerals, some protein, some healthy fats, something fortified that actually will give me a robust amount of B vitamins. And that, again, you could kind of utilize to mix and match with other things off the land. And you don't have to worry about the preservation. Right. So assuming there's an abundance of some sort of aquatic life around you that's edible, uh, is fish in play here? Fish would definitely be in play. And I think that'd actually be our best bet in terms of a protein source, you know, surviving on the island. The fish in the water is also going to be some omega-3, some B vitamins, minerals as well, too. So it'd be a great option. And again, I think when we're thinking about a desert island, you know, we're going to have that one food that we will obviously wish for that'll give us our nutrition baseline. But then we'll want to be creative and live off of the aquatic life and other parts of the environment itself. Okay, I'm going to interrupt our episode for a quick intermission. It's time for today's Bob's Red Mill Grain Quiz. Today's Bob's Red Mill Quiz victim, I mean, guest, is Sam Block. Hi, Bridget. Hey, Sam. So today we're talking all about flour. I'm ready. What do you have for me? (laughs) Okay, good. Which of the following is not an ingredient in Bob's Red Mill's organic all-purpose flour? Is it A, folic acid, B, organic hard red spring wheat, C, malted barley, or D, iron? You know what, Bridget? Let's go with C. There's no malted barley in the flour. All right, Sam, you're sort of right. I'm going to give it to you anyway. But Bob's Red Mill organic all-purpose flour has just one ingredient, organic hard red spring wheat. It's got none of that other added stuff, so you get the cleanest flavor for your baked goods, breads, and more. Now, for more information on this multi-use, simple, all-purpose flour and a ton of delicious recipes, go to bobsredmill.com. Now, back to the show. So a couple of times you've mentioned, you know, we need this food for protein, this for carbohydrates, nutrients, and vitamins. What should we be looking for? What are the essential components of the food that we should be looking for on our island? So lots of things obviously go into nutrition and keeping us, you know, well-maintained, I guess you could say. I think it comes back down to, you know, what do our bodies actually need to function optimally? We start with our macronutrients, which are the um, essential components of food. So that'd be protein. Uh, Fats are actually going to be the next most important. They support many of our body's main functions, including vitamin and mineral absorption, building cells, muscle movement. Obviously, we want to find carbohydrates to be found through, you know, maybe um, the pizza crust that we're suggesting if we get that weekly shipment or maybe the fruits that we find on our island or other kinds of grain or fruit-based products. They're the major fuel for our brain to function and also provide us with the quickest energy. So if we're feeling kind of low in energy, a carbohydrate will give us what we need. All of those macronutrients will also include essential vitamins and minerals. Um, And what we're really looking to do is prevent deficiencies because some deficiencies can come on quickly and have pretty negative side effects for our body. The good news is our bodies can store certain vitamins like vitamin A, E, D, and K. These are our fat-soluble vitamins. And the great news is if we're in this beautiful tropical climate, we're going to be getting a lot of our vitamin D from the sun. It's the most active form we get. Unfortunately, our bodies are unable to store water-soluble vitamins with the exception of B12. So other B vitamins and vitamin C 
can actually be depleted quite quickly if not taken in regularly and lead to dangerous deficiencies. So within four weeks of inadequate vitamin C intake, we can develop something called scurvy. So we think of this way back in the day, you know, when we had fishermen who weren't getting, you know, on land with fresh fruits and vegetables. And early symptoms of deficiency can include weakness, fatigue, sore legs and muscles, eventually can lead to um, gum disease, changes in hair, bleeding from the skin. So really things we don't want to mess with, things that will certainly hinder our enjoyment of this gorgeous island if we're not adequately getting vitamin C in the diet. And let's flip the question a little bit. Instead of asking what's the perfect food to take to your deserted island, what's the best kind of deserted island go-to? What's going on there? We mentioned that there's a lot of fish. What else is on the island that uh, could really sustain a person for a long time? Assuming that the island isn't, say, you know, Great Britain and there's stores and grocery stores everywhere. So this is literally <laughs> somewhere where there are no other people. Literally right. stranded. Right. You know, I obviously think uh, an island that supports, you know, your sea life. Fishing, I believe, is probably a little bit more easy. Not easy, but maybe a little bit more um, attainable than maybe hunting and having to butcher your own meat. But something that maybe has native fruit, I think coconuts are great. You know, you can eat the flesh, you can drink the water, which will be super hydrating, a lot of potassium in the water as well too. And then some healthy fats in the flesh of the coconut, as well as, um, you know, other caloric dense um, ingredients. Um, You can also use the shells of the cooking vessel, which is kind of nice. And then anything that has, you know, some wild edible plants. Think like dandelions or other weed-like greens. Bitter greens are great. So I'd say that somewhere that has a robust vegetation, I guess you could say, would be important. Maybe a tropical climate with coconuts and, you know, gorgeous seaweed and some dandelions. It sounds like a really nice island. So that would be ideal. Well, that's definitely the island that I'm bringing my donuts to. Right? It would be great. (laughs) Donuts with a side of coconut, you know, you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. Uh, if there's a blender, then it's just future pina coladas, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Thanks so much, Alicia. This has been great. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks again so much to Alicia Romano for answering this question. And keep tuning in every Thursday for more proof bonus episodes where we answer your questions. And if you have a weird food question that you'd like us to answer, email proof at americastestkitchen.com. And stay tuned for season three of Proof coming this fall. <laughs>